Welcome to the Mary Gostolo Girl Ahead podcast, the weekly unique insight into luxury hospitality around the world by those who know it best. Brought to you by Jetex, the world's favorite private aviation company. Ronan Nissenbaum is a phenomenally articulate and hasty person. He talks 19 to the dozen, and in his determination, to make Leonardo and its various offshoots even better known in Western Europe, he is running a marathon at sprint speed. Let's hear what he's got to say. Ronan, what is Leonardo? Well, Leonardo is the brand, is the general uh, overview brand for our company. We have several uh, iterations of Leonardo. Leonardo uh, and if you see the brand, it's Leonardo da Vinci, basically. But it is Leonardo. We have the top-end Leonardo Royale. Uh, we have uh, uh, the Leonardo Mainstay. We have Leonardo Boutique. Um, and uh, uh, above that, we have a new lifestyle project, that uh, brand that's called NYX, the NYX project, which is our brand for the luxury lifestyle. We have several of them open and, and several of them uh, in the works, uh, both in uh, Edinburgh and Dublin. And uh, we have a new brand that will encompass our luxury hotels, the limited edition by Leonardo. So those would be hotels like the Dilly that we bought, the Grand Brighton, and a few other properties in Europe. My goodness. Uh, when you say a few other properties in Europe, do you cover the whole of Europe? What is your territory, actually? No, uh, I cover the western side of Europe. So uh, the, my territory, uh, the responsibilities over the UK and Ireland, over the Benelux region, so Belgium, Luxembourg, and Holland, and over the Spanish and Portuguese market. Uh, that That is kind of the western side. We don't have a hotel in Paris yet. Uh, in France, we are acquiring one that should be taking it over in the middle of December. But my responsibility is Western. There's another gentleman like myself who who takes over. So my area has around approximately 95 hotels. The other area is Central Europe, which is Germany, Austria, uh, Italy, uh, and the Eastern part of Europe. And that is taken care of by another gentleman. And the last part is in Israel. And that is taken care of by another lady. So altogether, 270 hotels. Majority of them are Leonardo hotels. A minority of them are Nick's hotels. And that, those are our brands. What are the plans for the United States? I do have responsibility for uh, development in the United States. And uh, ever since I joined uh, Fatal Hotels, Leonardo, uh, it's been kind of on the focus. It's a little bit more complicated to get that first property. Uh, out there, but I am uh, searching predominantly on the East Coast. We believe that if we enter in New York, is probably the best market for us uh, to enter. But anything on the East Coast, Washington, Boston, Miami, would probably be a good place to, to put our first uh, hotel. And we do want to develop in the States. We diversified all over Europe. Uh, we would love to go into the United States, and I'm hoping in the next 12 to 24 months uh, that we'll have uh, our first properties in the United States. Well, honestly, Ronan, having known you for one or two years, I'm not going to say how long, 
when you put your mind to something and you determine to do something, you always seem to get it. Were you a determined little boy when you were about 10 years old? Because I think of you now as a determined gentleman. Um, I, I don't want to take all the credit for my determination. I'd say that it's one thing to be determined. It's another thing having the resources to do it. And, and certainly David Fatal, the owner, the majority owner of our publicly traded company, uh, is a, um, is, is very strong developer. Uh, and you can tell from 25 years ago with one hotel to today, 270 hotels and going strong. I think that the combination of having somebody like David with a strong desire to develop and my determination to help him do that and to continue that effort helps uh helps with that kind of success but to your to your answer um i don't know if i was a determined little boy at 10 i think the uh something changed in me uh, uh back when i was 18 19 20 years old uh i guess the maturity part of it but a desire to succeed a desire to do well uh and uh, it really it accentuated at the hotel school in switzerland and then uh Further, further, I would say uh, the determination uh, solidified, if you like, when I uh, did my secondary, my MBA back in the United States. And ever since then, it's really been a hunger that I can't explain. My, I, you know, I tell my wife one of these days I'm going to retire, and she laughs at me and says, "You, you know, there's no chance, not with your energy, not with your determination, that anytime soon you will retire." And I think that. I would say the last 20 to 25 years have been have been marked with a strong desire to succeed and, and determined to get there. Maybe 10 years old is a bit, I, would, I wouldn't say it, it started that early. Because you see, I believe that the more one knows, the more one wants to know. And, the, and you're indicating that. You are saying to me that as you, Ronen, are... Uh, furthering your experience and your contacts and your uh, and your uh, fief because your territory is pretty large. You want even more. Now, yes, you definitely want to be in Paris, but where else do you want to be? Where do you think Leonardo needs to be in Western and Southwest Europe? Well. I, you know, it's funny that we talked today uh, as 48 hours ago, we were on the development call with David and we we're talking about where our, where the current projects are. I, you know, it doesn't happen overnight for those that develop hotels know that you can work on a hundred projects of which 10 are feasible and one actually materializes. So you need to really have a lot of things in the pipeline as a hotel owner developer uh, in order for, for you to end up at the end of the funnel with uh, a few hotels that you open. So we did go through all the projects. I tell you that we have uh, a few projects in Ireland. We're very eager to continue our development there. We have not only uh, altogether, it's not a lot, so I can name that we've got two hotels in, in, in Dublin and we're now opening next month our third, uh, the Knicks in Dublin. We have one in Cork and one in Galway. We'd love to have a few more hotels in, in Ireland. Uh, in Northern Ireland, we're also looking at opportunities. Uh, London is obviously a, 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 uh, a stronghold of ours with uh, existing five hotels, and we'll talk about the Dilly a little bit later, the recent purchase. 
uh, we'd like to have further. It's a little bit like New York, where you can have ten or fifteen properties before you saturate your 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 brand or the locations because there's so many different locations in London. But Edinburgh is a great market, and we're we're building a next there, and we're opening up a, and we're extending our existing hotel. So locations, UK definitely increase in major cities. Uh, Ireland, I would tell you, we are definitely looking at Holland. We we like Holland. We have already seventeen hotels, fifteen in Holland and two in Belgium. So we've got a few projects on the run there that we're hoping to to bring to fruition. Uh, Spain. Uh, is an area that we've developed uh, very rapidly over the last 18 months. And now we we were 11 hotels last year. We're now 17 hotels. We just signed and hopefully we'll uh, uh, announce another hotel, uh, another hotel in Bilbao. Sorry, not, not Bilbao, in San Sebastian. We have one in Bilbao, but in San Sebastian, which is a very uh, difficult market to enter. So that's an exciting one. I'm hoping to announce another property in Barcelona. Uh, we've already have six properties in Mallorca and Ibiza, but we're, we always look for opportunities there. So Spain is very strong. Portugal, we're in the process of developing two properties. It's been a while, one in Lisbon and one in Porto. We are currently looking at other opportunities there. So on my area, in the turf that I, uh, I look at, uh, every region is really, uh, looking at multiple opportunities. And I think that we, we are a special, unique niche operator that not only owns hotels, but brands hotels, manages hotels, leases hotels. So we're a one-stop shop for branding, managing, owning. We think like an owner. And having been on the other side of the spectrum as a, uh, in a management company and franchise and marketing side uh, from Intercontinental and Hilton, uh, I think we talk, when we talk to an owner, we're we're very much in the same wavelengths. Stop, where, stop, where? stop, Ronan. I'm exhausted even listening to you. The determination, <laughs> the energy that you have. Now, Nix, N-Y-X. Tell me about Nix. How can you describe Nix in one sentence, Ronan? Segment is luxury lifestyle. Uh, cool, young, colorful, uh, sexy interesting contemporary those are kind of notes that sounds good now um every nix is going to have those words is every nix going to have let's say um a clock in the front lobby or a doorman who wears pink socks are there any brand determinants to a nix there's obviously a design element that weaves through every single one of our nixes but they're not identical they're not identical hotels we're using two to three different designers around the world the architect designers to help us do that when you look at the nicks in the holborn in london and you took you take a look at the nicks in even online when you look at the pictures you see you definitely see that there's a similarity between the very very uh bright colors with uh, with uh, design artifacts in the lobby, uh, very similar operating model in the hotels. But I wouldn't tell you that a Nick's room in Dublin looks like a Nick's room in London, like a Nick's room in Edinburgh. Each one of them is specific to their location, size-wise. Ronan, and how do we 
um, recognize a Leonardo hotel? Uh, the Leonardo hotels uh, are a, a, well, recognize them, but first of all, by the color. We have a very strong color scheme of the Leonardo's, uh, red, red Bordeaux style of color. Uh, again, uh, the Leonardo is a mixture, at least in the UK and Ireland, of what used to be Jury's Inn, which we rebranded the, the, the past 12 months to Leonardo to strengthen the brand. Uh, the Jury's Inn were all very much cookie-cutter hotel, whereas the new Leonardo's are different. We have a Leonardo in Manchester that we opened last year. So I can't give you a straight answer that what, what, what a Leonardo looks like. Now, let's talk about the Dilly in London, a classic hotel built 1908 with great architecture, a ballroom 1908 that still operates with great facilities, now uh, um, nearly 300 rooms. You bought it as the unbranded Dilly. What are you going to do with that property, Ronan? It's a wonderful, um, a historic, uh, uh, old dam, if you like, uh, of a property that has uh, not had a lot of attention and love in the last 20 to 30 years from its history as a as the Meridian Piccadilly, when I was working in London into the, in the 1990s, a very storied uh, history, beautiful pictures, reminds me a little bit of my previous, uh, one of my previous roles at the Waldorf Astoria. And you mentioned the clock in the, in the lobby, which is kind of the icon at the Waldorf on top of many other icons. <laughs> I think the Dilly's location is second to none, right on Piccadilly Circus. Um, it has a great... Um, uh, I say bones, the, the hotel has great bones and structure, and uh, we want to bring it back to its former glory. So basically taking... Are you going to keep, are you keeping the name? The decision hasn't been made, but I tell you that if it is up to me, no. Good, thank goodness, because of course, Dilly rhymes with silly, and it is the most unsilly hotel. It is a fabulous hotel with its history with its squash courts, with its pool, with its first upper floor terrace looking out, looking right down to Piccadilly Circus. How long does it take Leonardo to revamp a hotel, to decide what to do with it? You bought it late in 2022. How long does a whole reconstruction job take it shouldn't take too long and i'm not going to go into too much detail about it but we we basically have a landlord that that needs to agree to whatever uh we do in the property any changes we do with it obviously as a, as a historic building there are certain things preservation wise that we need to maintain and we need those approvals we have i would say 99 percent of our decisions of what we want to do how we want to do it um whether we want to take over some of the least retail on the front of the piccadilly um all that is determined to 99 percent, and now we really are waiting to uh, speak to the major the main la landlord in order to make a decision of when to do it if if i was a, a betting man i tell you that i think that sometime in the winter of 24-25, we will start. So sometime between November 24, i.e. in 12 months from today, or 
sometime in 25, the, the renovation will start. start. So it will be you are planning ahead and you are planning for the younger generation of travelers who are coming in who want history and a sense of fun and worthwhile sustainability and appreciation. Ronan, I'm looking forward to the new look hotel, whatever it's called.